This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's time for the Chiefs Kingdom Show, live with the voice of the Chiefs, Mitch Holtis, and Chiefs head coach, Andy Reid. It's presented by Bad Boy Moors, proud partner of the Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs Kingdom is bad boy country. Mo with an attitude. And by High V. The world's best tailgating begins at High V. Proud official grocery sponsor of the Kansas City Chiefs. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Chiefs football. Hey, this is Chiefs sideline reporter Josh Klingler. Before we get you into the Chiefs Kingdom show, just a quick reminder, you can hear Mitch Holtis with us on Fesco in the morning, every Friday morning at 7.30, leading into the game that weekend. And don't miss color analyst Danon Hughes every Tuesday morning at 8.30. Tune in for exclusive one-on-one Chiefs interviews throughout the season on the Odyssey app and your official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Now let's get you into the Chiefs Kingdom Show, presented by the Kansas Lottery. Dream bigger. Here is the voice of the Chiefs, Mitch Holtis. Oh yeah, historic night tonight. In Olathe, we're at the High V at 119th and Ridgeview in Olathe and a historic night. The reason we have a oversellout crowd because with us tonight is the greatest tight end to ever play in the National Football League, Travis Kelsey. Now, this score just in, you can all boo if you want, I'll boo with you. Lost to Cincinnati 27-24, boo. Okay, that's over. You know how the kingdom works, that's over. You've got to move on to the next week. And we are moving on because it's not just any week, it's donkey week. That's right, we're going to play the Denver Broncos. And if we beat the Broncos, it will be 14 straight wins over the Denver Broncos. That would be the most by any team over another in 13 seasons in the National Football League and would be fourth longest all time in any series. That is huge. When you get a team like the Chiefs, when you get Isaiah Pacheco yesterday, 
who did his whole Ed Podolak impersonation, 66 yards rushing, right, a 16 yards receiving, and a 44-yard kickoff return as a seventh-round rookie. That is huge. When you get Carlos Dunlap to read the, oh, we're going to run a jet sweep and trick him by the Bengals on fourth down and one, and Dunlap reads it and tackles the dude like all in one second, that was Huge. It is time now to move on and get ready to beat the Denver Broncos this week. Also, when you get a quarterback like Patrick Mahomes, who's got to give up his body and dive into a stack of humans to cross to get into the goal line, doing a high jump and then a 200-meter dash off the field, that is huge. But it is time now to go to take on the Denver Broncos. It is time for all of the Chiefs' kingdom to put the hammer down. And we need to take a hammer out there and get rolling. There's Kelsey and I are going to talk about it here in a couple of minutes after you hear from head coach Andy Reid. There's a lot of work to do. Yes, right now Buffalo's got the one seed. Okay. There's five weeks left of the regular season as the grind continues. And we just got to take care of our business because a lot of fur is going to fly around the AFC over the next five weeks. But we got to take care of our business, and our team's been great because we have done this one week at a time. Coach Reed talks about it um, incessantly about our guys are able to stay focused. And one of the big reasons tonight is our special guest, Travis Kelsey. Uh, I will also say this. You can score big savings at Hy-Vee and with the Chiefs. The day or night after a game, a lot of you after the show have taken advantage of this over the past 12 weeks that you can earn a fuel saver discount equal to the Chiefs score, 24, based on the amount you spend, 24 bucks, and you can save 24 cents a gallon with any two, uh, any $24 purchase. Sorry, The more that we score, the more you save. So we'll put a 50-burger maybe on the Broncos, although they have a really good defense. Uh, but, yeah, we need to put a 50-burger on them. The minute those they've given up all year is 32, but we'll try to do that this week against the Denver Broncos with that renewed rivalry. Also, I've mentioned this, but Hy-Vee's fantastic for the holidays, uh, for Christmas and New Year's uh, coming up because they have the Kingdom Bundle. I know the Armenian Embassy likes this. Uh, and uh, Newton North High School in Newton, Massachusetts, who is uh, uh, viewing us tonight. Also, we've got folks that have joined us electronically uh, because they will be on Facebook Live or FaceTiming us or on Messenger. Tonight, we have folks that are following us from Phoenix, Arizona. There they are. Uh, And also from Maine tonight. Um, So we got a lot of folks that are following us even electronically as well as the largest network in the National Football League. The Kingdom Bundle is great for the holidays. Four burgers, four chops, four brats, four chicken breasts, just $30. And you can get it at Hy-Vee, the official grocery partner of the Kansas City Chiefs. All right, before we go to break, let's set this up, and I'll repeat it in about 15 minutes when we got Kels on live. This is historic this week. If Travis Kelsey gets one yard after catch, he will have the most in the history of the National Football League for any tight end. That is huge. 26 yards will give him 10,000 for his career. The fifth tight end to ever do so, but he will do it in his 140th game, 37 games ahead of second place. That is huge. And if Kels gets 32 yards against the Broncos, 
he will have seven straight 1,000-yard seasons. That is huge. All right, it's not just any week. It's Donkey Week. And it is time before we go to break and hear from Coach Reed, it's time to put the hammer down. Get ready, get red, get real, and get fired up. We'll be back with head coach Andy Reed. And in just a few minutes, the best tight end to ever walk the planet right here on the Kansas City Chiefs Radio Network. Now back to Mitch Holtis and the Kingdom Show, presented by Bad Boy Mowers. Third down and goal to go at the two-yard line for the Chiefs, trailing 14-3. to 28 seconds to the two-minute warning of the first half. Tight triangle to the left of Mahomes. Split right, Justin Watson. Mahomes with the snap. Now throws it left flat, caught by McKinnon. He'll walk into the end zone, left side. Touchdown, Kansas City. And the Chiefs finally cross the goal line on a pass of two yards from Patrick Mahomes to Jarek McKinnon. Welcome back here. We're in Olathe tonight on our Chiefs Kingdom show at 119th and Ridgeview as the Chiefs get ready for the Denver Broncos this week. And as we get ready for the Broncos, look at the Bengals. Uh, with me, the head coach of the Kansas City Chiefs, Andy Reid. Well, you expected this. Tough game, the slimmest of margins in this league. Overall, your thoughts on that uh, game last night against the Bengals? Yeah, so, Mr., there, you know, there were some good things we could take out of it. Um, like every game, win or lose, um, it was a tough game. I mean, you know, those are those are ones that you you want to come out on top on. Obviously, the guys worked their tail off all week to um, you know to come out with a W there. But um, on the other hand, there, there's still a lot of season here left, and we've got to take care of business. We've got uh, AFC West opponent who's uh, a good football team and. Like we know, anything can happen in the National Football League. So, but um, uh, you know, the one thing we could take out of this and learn from this Bengal game was uh, you, you have a couple hiccups against a, a good team, and it's going to come back and get you. And so, we all had a piece of that. Um, we we all uh, can do better uh, than, than what we did, and. Uh, we're going to work on that and get ourselves uh, uh, to become even a better team than we are now. Coach, one of the things I got excited about it when I looked at the video back again was the attacking in the run game. I mean, it's the run game, but there was an attack by those runners and blockers last night. How big was that in the fact that you got attacking big-time runs? Yeah, I was proud of the guys and how they how they ran the ball. Um, you, you know, you you've got to do well in both areas, and uh, we were able to stay on the field and, and and offensively, and kind of kept our punter at bay there. You know, off of the field. So, um, uh, but we, you know, inevitably we could have even done better. We have we had opportunities to. Um, to put them away, and we didn't do that. And against a good team, especially late in the game, against a good team, you, you got to be able to do that. Your thoughts on Pacheco? It was kind of an Ed Podolak kind of game for him. Not only does he get these touches in the run game, the passing game starting to continue to grow, and then he pops a 44-yard kickoff return. That's 198 all-purpose yards for Isaiah Pacheco. What he's doing for you and what he can do, and you mentioned starting with this week against the Broncos. Yeah, he, he's uh, growing every week, 
and he works extremely hard, has a great attitude, a uh, very coachable guy, and uh, loves to play the game. So those are all pretty good qualities to have uh, for a running back in this league, uh, uh, you know, to have success. And and so um, uh, he'll keep he'll keep getting better as we go. I mean, that's just you know, as long as he stays healthy and keeps working hard, he'll, sky's the limit for him. And how big of an asset is McKinnon? Because, I mean, he was flat getting after it last night along with Pacheco. Yeah, McKinnon uh, did have a good game. And, you know, he's an old old veteran player and <laughs> and a good relief pitcher there for for Pacheco. So it, it was good to, good to see him in there uh, working. And, you know, those guys, those guys will tell you that the offensive line did a nice job of getting off the ball, too, to help him out there. And how much is Noah Gray growing as a blocker? You call the third down and four, the, the eight-yard touchdown by Pacheco. He makes an awesome block, uh, and you just destroyed him there at the line of scrimmage. Uh, how much is Noah growing as a blocker? Yeah, he's doing a nice job. He He's, he's really developed into a, a good blocker and – um, and it's kind of a role that he he's taken on this year, you know, when Bell after Bell got hurt. So I, I think it's good for him in his career, and it's also good for us. An offensive lineman, as I was watching that video, I wanted to ask you because I think we take for granted how many things you ask of them, meaning we'll run zone runs, we'll run power runs, we'll reach blocking. I mean, they have to do a lot of things. It looked like the zone blocking was really good last night when you decided to run a zone play. Yeah, they really all the, you know, all the different runs uh, were working. We we had a lot of runs on first down, which we normally uh, don't have quite as many as we had last night. So um, I want to say 16 out of 24 first downs were were runs, uh, um, and normally it's a little bit more balanced than that. So uh, you know that that normally means that you're having production with it and. I think the guys, the guys did a nice job there working and and in the run game you got to work together along with the tight ends and uh, the receivers are part of that too and with all the secondary looks that we get they've got to work their way into the box there so um, you know I was proud of how they how they handled that. Patrick's fire is always there. But, man, I just sensed all week long with him, he was ready to go in this one. His touchdown was just this will play. Um, what about the fire he showed last night against a good defense? You know, that's what he's all about. I mean, he he wants to win. He wants to win every play and every, every game. And, um, and that's contagious. And, you know, everybody, everybody feels that. And we, we just got to do – even better in that area. And so, uh, uh, particularly against that, that football team. One of the most underrated stats I thought of Cincinnati all week, and I brought it up when I was looking at him, was the fact that they've had, they lead the league in five minute drives, but they also lead the league in touchdowns at the end of those five minute drives. What about, I mean, the fact you only got to run 54 plays in this game. There was a game this year we had 100 plays. Um, just that dynamic and how that ended up affecting the game where you, we still had a shot. We had the ball up four and driving. Yeah, so time of possession was off like four and a half minutes or so. So they had the ball 
that uh, four and a half minutes longer than what we did. We, we've got to do a better job of getting off the field, particularly on third downs. We're normally pretty good there. We got we got to do a better job of getting off the field on our third downs defensively. And um, and I thought they were productive on first downs. So you've got to minimize that. Uh, likewise, so uh, you know that we just do a better job there. On pregame, you told me about the young guys going in against this, and I'm flip, flipping over to the defense now. Uh, how did those guys do, the defensive guys, uh, the young defensive guys, against what could be comprehensively the best receiving core in the league? Yeah, they have a, they have a potent receiving core, and I, I think it's a, a great learning lesson for our, for our young secondary. Um, you know, you've got to combine everything. you got to you've got to have the scheme down, that, and the coverage is called, and know how to play against each one of these guys. They're all different sizes and speeds and you, you got to understand leverage. And, and um, if you're playing press, you've got to know the size that you've got on you and how you're going to uh, compete against that. And then if it's off coverage and you've got to know how they're going to try to set you up and how you're going to plan drive to get out of that. And we're the linebackers in this, too, and I'm saying in pass coverage, um, I mean, Bolton was awesome, 16 tackles. Willie Gay Jr. made some big plays, but drops and and just the um, nuances of where to go, but where's my proper drop zone? Uh, how big was that last night? Yeah, it was good. we got to do better in that area. We've got to, against the play pass, uh, we've got to make sure that we get ourselves back into coverage even a little bit quicker in that recovery part and where you're still taking care of the run, but you're also taking care of the pass. And uh, the middle of the field is something that's uh, pretty vulnerable in the National Football League. And and you've got to be able to narrow that down between the safeties and the, and, and, uh, the linebackers. The play by Dunlap at the end of the half <laughs> might be one of the better plays I've ever seen. They tried to run the jet, trick us. Uh, what about Carlos's play there to read it, see it, get there fast, and then – find the ball carrier so quickly yeah this was his first game actually back in cincinnati where he spent a lot of years and um and he was fired up to to be there and to be a captain um yesterday was a big thing to him and then to make that play that that's what was great energy and smart veteran football right there so that was that was a huge play for us that being said Always I'm interested who the captains are going to be. How much of that just goes into play of like this opponent, if this guy, what it means to them, let's make him a captain. What, what goes into your determining, because you do game captains, who becomes a captain for that game? Yeah, well, you know, we try to get everybody an opportunity somewhere um, through the season, uh, the starters in particular. So, um that's that's kind of how it works. There's an offensive one, a defensive one, and a special teams cap. So uh, we just rotate and who's playing well and who, who deserves that opportunity for that week. Um, this was Carlos's first time that he's ever gone out for a coin flip. Wow. And he's been playing for, what, 13 years or so. Ever? So. He didn't do it with Cincinnati or Seattle? This was his first ever time? Yeah, that's what he, that's what he said, yeah. Wow. That's pretty awesome. And what it means to these guys, because I know there's frame pictures, and these guys are proud of them. I mean, they'll show me, like, hey, look at this. Like, uh, just what it means when you select those guys to be a captain, like when you're in your process this week for Denver. Yeah, so when, when, you, when you win, 
as a captain and you get a picture and uh, uh you know frame picture of yeah so it's a little motivation in there to uh, to get that done but um yeah i mean that's listen that's how we do it yeah but i've seen what it means to the guys like it just it's uh something they hang on to i think that um their whole life. All right. Uh, you mentioned there's a lot of work to do here. Um, five games of regular season to go. The fur is flying in the AFC, uh, but we'll just focus in. You mentioned our guys do a great job of focusing, but here's Denver, really unique team. They're number one in the league in red zone defense. I mean, so here we go. What do we got with Denver this week? Yeah, Denver. Denver's a, a good team. They, uh, defensively, they come from that uh, Fangio kind of um, – family and you know what we saw against the Rams what we saw against the Chargers uh very similar uh secondary they're very aggressive or uh, defense I'm saying very aggressive uh in all three levels they're they uh, normally bring an extra guy in there uh to make things try to confuse and um you know they're, they're really playing well defensively and they're very good in the red zone yes uh, and then offensively, they uh, they're working through some things, but they, uh, they you know we know the talent that they have there, so we'll be we've got to prepare both sides of the ball and special teams uh, to go up there at their place and play a good football game and team. All right, we'll let you go. It's uh, Denver week. Time to get back on a horse and ride out there and get take care of it. So thanks for being with us tonight. All right, Mitch. How are those redheads, man? They're out here. Head coach Andy Reid with us tonight on the Chiefs Kingdom Show. Stay tuned. We'll have Travis Kelsey with us after this. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Chiefs football. Now back to Mitch Holtis and the Kingdom Show, presented by Bad Boy Mowers. P. Ryan, single back. Burrow under center. Fourth down and one at the Kansas City four. 51 seconds left in the half. Burrow again, barking out a long count here. We're out in motion. They're going to come in a jet sweep with the Chiefs. Bury him. They bury him. What a play by Kansas City. Carlos Dunlap, the ex-Cincinnati Bengal. And the Bengals roll the dice and get snake eyes. Take the money. It's a loss of three. Welcome back, everybody. Yeah, we are live in Olathe, 119th and Ridgeview at the high V. The Bengals rolled the dice, come up snake eyes. That was huge. The man, though, who always rolls seven is with us tonight, 87. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the greatest tight end to ever play in the National Football League, Travis Kelsey. Thank you, guys. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm going to have to stop over at Harris after that one, man. <laughs> well, test my luck. We're going to all go with you, man, because if you're, if you're as good at that as you are on the field, we'll all be rich by <laughs> 11 o'clock. Uh, it is so awesome to have you here tonight. Any time we get a chance to do this, it is very special. But thanks for being here. Always a fun time. I appreciate Chiefs Kingdom coming out tonight, man. It's, uh, <laughs> we're uh, at, a, at a bump in the road uh, last night, obviously, and um, some things that definitely need to get cleaned up and – I'll tell you what, I'm, uh, I'm my own worst critic, so I put that one on me, and I know you guys are going to say no, of course you are, because you're the best fan base in all the nation, but uh, that's what makes me um, the competitor that I am today, because I put that much uh, pride in what I do and being accountable for the guys, so it's, uh, I'll take that proudly, 
and, uh, and, and get better, and, and we'll find a way to get better as a team because of it. I got to ask in a couple shows today, do you want to play the Bengals in the playoffs? I go, I'll play them tonight. I'll, uh, I'll play them in Joplin. Listen, sign me up. Let's go. Sign me and up. I, and I felt that. I felt that on the plane coming home. Guys are like, let's go. Let's do our work, and, and we'll go get them again, whatever. I mean, that's a, it's a very good football team, man. Obviously, uh, we came up short last night, but um, they're, they're hitting the stride, and they're, they're playing good football uh, all across the board, and we're working towards that. You know, we got a lot of new faces um, and we've been saying that all year, but it takes, uh, it takes a great team to keep learning from the mistakes or keep learning from the, uh, the, the mishaps and the unaccountability that we have out on the field to, you know, be that much better for each other when it comes to the playoff time and the games really matter. I'm so proud of you, and I've told Big Red this, you and Patrick in particular, but this whole team because of this kind of reinventing, which to me is an undertold story. I'm looking at a chart. I mean, we're sitting here leading the league in 50 – six 20-plus plays from 12 different guys, okay? Just the reinvention that happened in the off-season months, and to me that's the reason we're 9-3 and three at this point. I mean, two guys, man, Brett Veach and Coach Andy Reid. You know, those guys brought in people that actually, that actually care, man. They brought in guys where they, you know, their work is, uh, is prideful, and that means everything. Coming into work every single day with guys – that, that want to find a way to keep getting better, that want to that wanna be a part of greatness. Um, there's already a, a leadership and a culture in the room because of those two guys, but you add in a Chris Jones and a Pat Mahomes and a Frank Clark. You add in all these veteran guys that have, that have been there that, um, that work hard every single day. That only uplifts everyone that comes into that building that, okay, this is the standard. This is what we work towards, and this is how we go about it. And sure enough um, – you know, we're sitting solid right now. Could be better, but uh, we're in a position right now to, to go into the playoffs strong and have a, a strong end of the season here, man. Let's just back up the truck here a second, though, because I'm going to add Travis Kelsey to that list that you had because <laughs> I, I came up to you in the summertime. I, I, I'm just going to tell everybody because I get to see what, you know, the public doesn't see in summer, OTAs, and you worked out like you were an undrafted free agent trying to make the team. And I, I came up to you, I'm like, what are you doing? And he's and what were you doing? Because we're seeing it manifested on the field. He has 12 touchdowns. He leads the National Football League with any other human. I'm sorry. Devontae Adams has 12, all right? He has 12. Kels has 12. That's, that's a good company to be a part of right there. Uh, got a lot of for respect him. for him, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I would say um, I kind of – I mentioned that I uh, – not, I didn't necessarily find the new love for the game or rekindle that that flame. It was um, it was more so the feeling of having having new bodies and new atmosphere in the building, and uh, when you have that feeling of of it being new, um, you kind of want to set that standard and 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 create the energy to make sure that everyone knows this is business, this is where we are, and this is where we're going. And um, I wasn't the only one doing that, man. Chris Jones was out there. Pat Mahomes was out there flying around. Uh, and on top of that, all the new faces, a guy like Juju Smith-Schuster coming in, a guy like Marquez Valdez-Scantley coming in and working their tail off, proving guys in the National Football League that didn't have to do exactly what I was doing in year, what, year 10 now for me. These guys are coming in as veterans, working their tail off in May and June. And you don't see that across the National Football League. Guys are still on beaches you know, but in Kansas City, we uh, we knew we had something special. We knew we had to get to work and, and get everybody acclimated, you know. 
And uh, with that kind of mentality, you know, and it, on top of the leadership and the amazing coaches that we have, uh, that's the reason why we're, we're where we are right now and, you know, have the opportunity to go get another Super Bowl this year. Again, Travis Kelsey with us tonight, the best tight end to ever play in this league. Did you have to say anything to those guys? I mean, there were so many new guys, veterans coming in, Justin Reed, there was a bunch of – did you have to say anything to them? Or they just everybody, yeah, they every, everybody was kind of on the same page, and that was, that's what makes it so fun is, uh, you know, of course you heard the stories of, man, this is the hardest practice I've ever had. I think Juju's on, on quotes <laughs> saying that. Uh, and then Marquez is, is saying the same thing, like, man, this is the most I've ran in a, in a training camp. Um, and it, you just hear little stuff like that, and it's like, yeah, but at the end of the day, these are the reps – that we need, you know, these are the, the metal reps that we need. This is the how many times, you know, are we going to be in a game where we're that tired and we're, we're, we're working on being perfect, uh, training those muscles and training the, the mind to be stronger than the body at that point. You know, those are all things that make, uh, you know, good players great. And you've seen them rise to the occasion. You saw a guy like Marquez make an unbelievably huge catch, a couple of them last night. And uh, obviously Juju on a big-time fourth down fighting his way just to get that, that extra yard. It's, uh, and that's what you play the game for, man. That's what, that's what makes you excited. And that's what uh, that feeling of having something new and it, and it coming through and it persevering and it finding that, uh, that success, you know, that's fun. And that's, uh, it's, it's exciting to get excited about. You know, and that's, that's why we love this team right now, man. We're a tight-knit team, and we're going to keep growing. When you get that happening, that is huge. Yeah. Then there's Pacheco, okay, or McKinnon. We'll Pop, put the, yeah. those guys. I said bowling for dollars on his touchdown. Uh, there were dudes flying everywhere like bowling pins. What a Pacheco. He did a whole uh, retro back to Ed Podolak, uh, running <laughs> kicks, catching passes, running the ball. Yeah. What about him? And, uh, and McKinnon and what they've done. Yeah, I mean, you can't say enough about what Pop has brought to the team just in terms of energy, um, his love for the game, his love for being in the NFL. Uh, that running back room is special. And when we get uh, my guy Clyde healthy, you know, that's a three-headed monster that, you know, not a lot of teams are, are fortunate to have. And um, obviously Jet being the, the veteran of the group, um, Mr. Accountable himself, always there no matter what you need. Uh, whether it's blocking a linebacker in the hole or, you know, getting those extra few yards on a tough run, he's the guy, you know, and, and, I, and I love him for that. And he kind of leads that group of young guys. But um, we're fortunate to have that running back room. And obviously we all know how, at least in the building, we all know how, uh, <laughs> how fortunate we are to have Greg Lewis uh, leading those guys as, as coach. So He is wired hot. Let's just put it that way. G. Lou's wired real red One hot. One of the best. He is really good. Uh, but I just love to see those guys grow and the young guys grow week by week. Where would you say this team is right now? Because we're going to these final five weeks, focus on one game, right? It's not a, just any week. It's Donkey just have to remind everybody about that. Um, but where would you say, where's this team at right now uh, going into these this week and the next five? Um, I would say right now we're uh, – we're sharpening the iron right now. You know, we're figuring uh, we're figuring out where we stand as a team, and we gotta we gotta dig a little deeper and uh, and clean some things up. And uh, you know, that I'm the first one to look myself in the mirror and say I gotta figure it out. Um, and you just put it on yourself. And and if everybody does that, we'll be just fine because we got enough guys that care about the guy next to you to be able to be accountable in those moments. And we got enough talent in the room to be able to take it the the distance. And it's uh. You know, just coming into work every single day with the right mentality, not letting anything slide. You know, you know how this you, we're, we're getting there. No, we're I got getting you, there, baby. 
We're getting to the most popular podcast in the world right now, and I'm, we're going to get to that in a second. But before we do that, all that work, you know how this goes. This is the best tight end to play in the National Football League. It is time to put the hammer down, baby. And you have got it. I love your tight end room, too, and the way you're asked to do so many things. And Big Red doesn't let you, oh, why don't you just go run routes? This is where I get into fights with guys, uh, with media guys. Like, well, he's just a wide receiver playing tight end. I'm like, I will rent a theater and watch you because he doesn't let you or Noah or Jody off the hook or, or uh, Belldozer when he comes the back. Dozer. you got to do everything, don't you? That's the, that's the fun of playing this position. And, uh, and Coach Reed knows that. He's an he's a ex-tight end coach. I don't know a lot of people know this, but I think he's the only – tight end coach to ever have two all pro tight ends in the same room in the same year. This is uh this might be news. I might it might be uh it's either all pro or pro bowl. I forget which one it in is. In Green Bay. In Green Bay, yeah. So he's uh he's got a love for the tight end room and he appreciates the the position um from a from a different view. And you know that's only been you know everything for my career and and how he's he's trusted me with being able to get open and how he's seen the matchups on the field and how I can help the team. Um but with that being said uh, a guy like Noah Gray or a guy like Jody, Jody Fortson, man, one of my fa- two of my favorite guys in the building. Um, we've had so much fun building this tight end room to obviously be able to get three tight ends out there on the field and have a lot of success uh, with that. Uh, that just shows the type of accountability a guy like Noah Gray has and, and, and the ability that, that Jody does in the pass game and, and obviously in the run game. As uh, he's, he's blocked for me on a lot of my touchdowns. So uh, I love those guys. Um, Kansas City's got a great future in the tight end room, and uh, I'm, I'm proud to be a part of that. Yes, you are. And Okay, we're going to get into the podcast business before we go to break. This thing has blown up. To, you were just telling me during the break. You, it's, it's crazy. It's, it's, the, it's the most listened to. It's been the number one sports podcast, and I don't know how that's happened. You know? We've got Mitch Holtis right here, man. Are you kidding me? Hey, defending the kingdom, we get, you know. 20,000 you get 20 million it is number one in the UK uh I think I think it was in terms of sports podcast but uh we had some help from Patrick Mahomes on that one he uh he kind of lit a spark that had everybody uh tuning in so we appreciate Pat for that but he was definitely taking the podcast to new heights for that it's and why they I think I know the reason but why new heights for the name for the people that don't know where I'm from. I'm from Cleveland Heights, Ohio. Obviously, my brother, the same area, uh, the, the very multicultural uh, city that, you know, I, I have a lot of pride in coming from. It's a blue collar city. Uh, it made me appreciate um, a lot of people from different backgrounds growing up. And all that did was make me uh, more relatable in the locker room in the in this world out here. And I, uh, I, I just became more appreciative of, of a lot of different uh, people with a lot of different backgrounds. So when it came to Talking about a, a show name, you know, New Heights is kind of, you know, play on me and my brother, you know, going into something new, a world that we weren't familiar with in terms of being on the mic and in front of the camera. Uh, but then even more so, you know, showing some homage to our hometown as, uh, as us Midwesterns love to do. I loved it when we went to Cleveland and you had the big game. I just thought, man, what a moment for you. It was awesome. Uh, you also break stories on this podcast. You broke the story. Patrick came clean, man. You got him worn down, right? It's, a, it's like a few good men. Like, you know, darn right, I ordered Code Red. He, he told everybody that Nags gave him the questions on the test for that five-hour test with Big Red. What about that moment? Man, I'll tell you what. Uh, <laughs> Coach Reed ended it the best. He said, if I would have knew that, I would have never drafted the guy. Heck. 
I told I'd, I'll go up to him tomorrow and tell him if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying, baby. <laughs> but is... it's uh, it's obviously um, you know, the show is the show is so much fun to be able to just sit there with my brother and then. And just talk about, you know, football across the league and both of our games. But um, it's the sibling banter that everybody appreciates. It's the family aspect. And uh, everybody that we brought onto the show, we've been fortunate, has had that brotherhood with us. So uh, hopefully um, New Heights uh, keeps having the success, but you guys keep enjoying what we're talking about on there. What emanates out of it is the family love. You've been there to watch his games. He comes and watches yours. He wins a Super Bowl. You win a Super Bowl. Hugging your dad. I still tear up when I see that. Uh, but how much family love is there? All kidding aside, I mean it's um, it's been it's been a very cool opportunity. You know, I think uh, if you listen to the show, you'll hear me talk about jukes and, and wave sports and entertainment and uh, doing it the right way was the biggest thing for me and my brother. We never want anybody to ever think that you know this right here isn't our main focus. You know, football is everything that we eat, breathe, and sleep in the Kelsey household, and it's been like that for years on years on years. <laughs> and, um, you know, my uncle played at Purdue. My grandfather played at Ohio University. Um, my mother and my father, you know, poured uh, Ohio State and, and the Browns on me as a kid, and um, I grasped that and loved every bit of cheering for the game. So I'm a fan at heart, and I, I know what it what it can look like from the outside in, and I – I think that was the biggest thing when we started the podcast was to make sure that, you know, everybody knew our heart was in the game first and that this, uh, this Sideshow Bob stuff that we do on the, on the media side is just, you know, all fun and games. And uh, I'll tell you what, it's not easy doing it after a loss. But uh, when we win, it is, uh, it's a whole lot of fun uh, chopping it up with my brother on there. What a blessing he is to have us on this team. Thank you, Cleveland Heights. Uh, when we come back, though, we're going to see how big his heart is because 87 and running is reaching new heights, if you will. We'll be back with more with Travis Kelsey after this on the Kansas City Chiefs Radio Network. Now back to Mitch Holtis and the Kingdom Show, presented by Bad Boy Mowers. Pacheco is the running back now as the Chiefs had tight triangle initially. Now Sky Moore in motion. Handoff goes to Pacheco up the middle inside the five. Pacheco spins into the end zone. Touchdown, Kansas City bowling for dollars. Isaiah Pacheco bowls a strike on an eight-yard run. Bouncing off Bengal hits. The Chiefs have their first lead of the game. Yeah, Bengals players, bowling pins. It's Pacheco, Noah Gray, cutting dudes. Oh, was, man. Unbelievable was, block by Noah on that It one, was man. awesome watching that. That was a... Uh, piece of work by uh, your tight end compadre. All right, let me uh, wait a minute. Just I want to take a sip of the sweet nectar and not learn. I'm trying to like like butter up. Uh, I so see the, what you're doing. So for those listening out there, I'm taking a sip of the uh, sweet nectar with my Travis Kelsey 87 and running cup from Hy-Vee. Uh, guys, Shout out just, to High V for supporting the foundation. Appreciate you guys. Just happens to be there on the table. I don't know why. Hey, <laughs> uh, I got to get one of those from mom. Mom would appreciate that one. The um, what you're doing there and just seeing when you had your event uh, earlier this year yeah. and to see the kids. What, what, okay, where are we at with 87 and running and where are you at right now, particularly with Operation Breakthrough? Yeah, I mean, um, everyone at Operation Breakthrough, uh, for those that don't understand what uh, the foundation does, is I, I, my foundation 87 and running supports the, the underprivileged youth in, uh, in Kansas City, specifically the, uh, the kids that are going to Operation Breakthrough. Um, and what's at their exposure, what's at their disposal, um, giving them, you know, the opportunities that they wouldn't have otherwise to, to learn STEM lab, uh, 
you know, system type things. So that's science, technology, math, engineering, um, all these things that, you know, kindergarten through eighth grade, as well as some high school kids don't necessarily get the opportunity to learn. Um, I know I wasn't getting taught coding when I was in middle school, and these kids are getting the access to be able to do that uh, through Operation Breakthrough. And a lot is uh, the, the city itself kind of supporting 87 and running has naturally supported Operation Breakthrough and these kids being able to thrive in that aspect, in that area. And, um, you know, it creates a safe haven for these kids to be able to go after school and, and learn certain skill sets that they wouldn't have otherwise. So uh, that's been where we, what we've been doing for the past couple of years with Operation Breakthrough. Um, and my foundation is uh, we're looking to see what's next. You know, we're going to nonstop be able to, you know, help kind of fund that, that aspect over at uh, Operation Breakthrough. What is the ignition lab, that STEM lab that I was telling you about. Um, but, yeah, just trying to find new ways to support Kansas City. And, uh, and, and the kids that are, that are being underserved in the, in the community. But how big a deal is it? Because if you didn't have that and they didn't have that, I'm not sure what they would have. They wouldn't have the conduit to get that kind of training. What does that mean at the victories that you see even in a single life? Man, just to go to the, to the ignition lab and see what's at their exposure. You know, it's uh, – it's breathtaking, man. I don't, I don't understand how it's gotten to this point. It all started with just a vision. I think uh, Operation Breakthrough, when I first got to Kansas City, was a kindergarten through eighth grade program. It was, uh, it was strictly for kids that were uh, like five or I think preschool all the way up to, uh, up to eighth grade. So once they got to high school, they really didn't have anywhere to go. And I was talking to the, the wonderful woman that, that kind of runs it, Miss Mary. And she, um, she, she told me that that was the case. And I was like, you know, I um I think that it would be very beneficial for these kids not to just go to high school without having somewhere to go after after school. Um, so we talked about how, you know, maybe putting that into play for the kids that, you know, are going into high school to have somewhere after school. You know, I think that's a huge part of a kid's development. I know it was for me to, to not be out here running around like a knucklehead, but to have some things that I appreciated that I, that I can keep learning. And um, you see the what's at their exposure, and you see these kids grasp uh, the things that they can do in, 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 this, uh, in this safe haven for them. And it's so cool. I think uh, one of the coolest projects that they're doing right now is uh, they were donated a Tesla engine and a, uh, a 1971 Chevelle model. Like, so, the, so they did some body work on the Chevelle and are actually putting the engine of a Tesla in this old school Chevelle. And uh, this is what these kids are doing at the Ignition Lab. And it's mind-blowing what they can get themselves into uh, and what they can create. I, I know that the, uh, the robotics team over at Operation Breakthrough is, uh, has gone through the roof. They won a, f a few gold medals uh, since it started. So it's, it's definitely cool to be a part of, and it's cool to, you know, have in the back of my mind that I was a part of giving these kids, you know, all of this access. And, uh, and that's everything when you think about it. And when you're around the Chiefs Kingdom and you see a Tesla driving itself in a 71 Chevelle body, <laughs> that is Huge. They just got done uh, painting the thing, so it's a bright Chiefs red, baby. Looks beautiful. It, I mean, is it tricked up? We got it. I don't see. That's the thing. I don't know. It's a, it's a surprise at this point. I'm just. I, I saw the. Uh, I saw the paint coat on it, and it was. A, it was a candy red that I knew I'd drive. I'd see myself riding in. So. We have got to see this thing. Oh yeah. Uh, maybe they have to bring it to a kingdom show. Have the kids bring it out. There we, we go. Can do a breakthrough uh, evening, but it was also cool uh, the night you had your big event to see our guys respond 
to Operation Breakthrough, but to you. And these were new guys. This is Juju and MVS. Oh, yeah. Chris Conley was here. He was on practice squad. Season he was one of our favorites. He was so excited. He's like, I'm back. That's a week guy. later, Tennessee claims him, and he's playing against us. Yeah. I thought that was just weird. Uh, the craziness that is the NFL, man. Oh, my gosh. But the reaction of your guys to you and Operation Breakthrough, what that night was like um, to see the way they jumped in big time. I mean, that's – that's to have the support, let alone from this community. I mean, I, I tell people all the time, one of my favorite things to talk about is how much support this city has for each other. And that's uh, that's a kind of, that's hats off to you guys for having that much love for, for each other and uh, trying to do right for each other. And um, the support we get not only on, you know, game days is beautiful, but the support that we get in our foundations and, and, and how we try and, you know, make this city better for, for the future. Um, it's amazing, and, and, and sure enough, the, uh, the team that we have is everybody loves each other, man. Everybody wants to support each other and what they're doing outside of the building, let alone all the success that we have uh, as, as Chiefs. So it's, um, it was very cool, and I appreciate every single one of them for you know, bidding on all the auction items and, and kind of raising, raising some funds that will uh, help these kids you know, sustain the ability to you know, come to the STEM lab, and, and, and who knows where it goes from there, and that's the beauty of it. It was an incredible evening for a great cause. All right, we're going to let you go. But it's not just any week, it's Donkey Week. And it's time for Kelsey and everybody else to put the hammer down, baby. It's going to be a historic day. Just lock in, everybody, this week. Let's go. Ladies and gentlemen, the greatest tight end to ever play in the <laughs> National Football League, Travis Kelsey. We'll be back to close out the show after this. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Chiefs football. Now back to Mitch Holtis and the Kingdom Show, presented by Bad Boy Mowers. All right, let's go. Let's go. A couple of minutes left on the show. Travis Kelsey is huge. Oh, my gosh. Just to repeat, here's what's on the line this Sunday, because it's not just any week. It's... But it's also Kelsey week. Listen to this. He needs one yard, one yard after catch, and he will have the all-time National Football League record for yards after catch by a tight end. Not Sterling Sharp, not Gronk. It's going to be him. 26 yards to 10,000 in his career. The fifth tight end to ever do it, but he will do it 37 games quicker than number two, which was Tony Gonzalez. All right? And 32 yards to seven straight 1,000-yard seasons receiving for a tight end. That's never been done in the history of the National Football League. Pretty awesome, isn't it? And you were here tonight just days before that game. All right, everybody, we're going to uh, we're moving to the other side of the Metro next week as we're going to celebrate the win over the Broncos and get ready uh, for the – Next game against the Houston Texans. A lot of work here to do now. Yeah, they go, hey, they lost the one seed. Okay, five weeks to go. We're going to just keep marching on, right, week by week. It's time to put the hammer down, baby. Our show next week will be at Lee's Summit West Ward Road. And just a reminder, Hy-Vee is awesome to have set up your holiday party, your Christmas party, New Year's party, this kingdom bundle. They've got the special with Zarda for the uh, takeaway special with uh, Legeria Sneed. And, of course, you can uh, score big savings uh, every day or night after a Chiefs game. So next week, 
Stay tuned for the guest. All right. Uh, we got another one, good one coming, but that will be next week at Lee Summit West Ward Road. So get ready for a 14th straight victory against the Denver Broncos. If so, it has not been done in 13 seasons to have a team have that long a streak. It's been since the Patriots of the 2000s to do that. Thanks for joining us tonight, everybody, on the Kansas City Chiefs Radio Network. You've been listening to the Chiefs Kingdom Show, presented by Bad Boy Mowers. Bad Boy Mowers, proud partner of the Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs Kingdom is bad boy country. Mow with an attitude. And by High V, the world's best tailgating begins at High V. Proud official grocery sponsor of the Kansas City Chiefs. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Chiefs football. Hey, this is Chiefs sideline reporter Josh Klingler. Thank you for listening to the Chiefs Kingdom Show. As a reminder, you can hear Mitch Holtis with us on Fesco in the Morning every Friday morning at 7.30 leading into the game that weekend. And don't miss color analyst Danon Hughes every Tuesday morning at 8.30. Tune in for exclusive one-on-one Chiefs interviews throughout the season on the Odyssey app and your official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Thank you for listening to the Chiefs Kingdom Show presented by the Kansas Lottery. Dream bigger. This is the Kansas City Chiefs Radio Network. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.